It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Big topic with a friend of the show. He's been here several times, uh, Dr. Keith Kreitz. Bariatric surgeon, St. Mary Medical Center. Welcome back, doctor. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks. Yes, and uh, we're talking bariatric surgery just before Thanksgiving with all that healthy heart issues and eating and all the other things, right, going on. Yeah, patients love to think about how their life is going to be different over Thanksgiving. You got it. And uh, you've been around uh, doing this for quite some time, haven't you, doc? Yeah, we were just saying, uh, 20 years plus now. Yeah, and you've been with St. Mary's for... uh, for five, five of that time. And in that bariatric, uh, we were talking ahead of time, the bariatric and metabolic surgery, where it was like, wow, what is this? But now it's it's a very, uh, a very not unusual, but certainly life-transforming, to be sure. Right, Doc? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I see the patients. I had a, a great number of patients that came in yesterday, and just to hear their stories and, yeah. and how much things have just improved. We're talking about the psychological more than the the transformation but the the second chance or uh they just feel like a different person or they just got either more confidence and more positive about everything when it's done it's amazing yeah. isn't it and, yeah and, and sometimes you know it, it kind of brings a tear to my eye because i had a patient yesterday and, and and not that i feel like i'm doing anything so unique or special but they'll just say you, you changed you, you saved my life yeah. and uh and i i I still wrestle with just thinking how much of an impact that makes. Sure, there's there's trepidation, and it's, it's scary any time you have surgery. It's always uh, it's minor surgery for those who are not having it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's, that's actually it. what I say. <laughs> yeah. I say if it's on someone else, they'll think it's minor. For oh him, yeah, this is major surgery. You got it. Uh, and you can you describe the the bariatric and the the metabolic surgery program, and you you oversee that certainly implementing uh, all your experience, doctor. Well, I love the word you use, program, because yep. too often people think of it as just a surgery. And, yeah. and that was how this all started, really. We learned back in the 40s and 50s of the, of the previous century that changing people's digestive plumbing, yeah. more or yeah. less, changes how they process and absorb food. And we originally thought it was all based around that. But then we also learned it's about lifestyle. Yeah. It's about support. Uh, it's about a continued relationship with the patient. Yeah, and there's also uh, uh, heredit- hereditary. You're dealing with uh, some of the... You know, if your your parents are tall, you're probably going to be tall. I mean, or if they're heavy, you're probably going to be heavy. There's a gene in there. There's, and sometimes, uh, and most of the time, or almost maybe all the time, your patients you have are genetically uh, don't get the be- better end of the stick. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you're hitting on the newest of things that we're thinking yeah. about these days. Where too often, it's been a a, a societal kind of downside that people look at heavier people in a down light but they don't realize how strong this is genetic and these people are struggling with something like any other genetic disease right and and, uh yeah life expectancy and all that so you're in the intervention save like uh getting there and then prolonging life and hey if you're more positive about everything and and more upbeat about everything chances are you're probably going to live a lot longer too oh my god you just read my mind because there was a study that they were just talking about yesterday they came out of virginia commonwealth university that says americans are actually living less long they're living shorter lives because of one of the things that was top of the list obesity obesity stress Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you, and a lot of people just, uh, if, uh, what's the use? I mean, it's, an, it's certainly an attitude there. No question about that. And uh, it can affect someone's overall health. You're talking 
blood pressure, stroke, you name it, it's there. I mean, you can name any anything, and it, there's nothing that can be ruled out. There's nothing good about it. Yeah, and, and that's the crazy thing. We live in this great country, yep. and, and, and part of the the story that yep. I was hearing involved with this uh, this new study is that everybody thinks Americans live longer and longer, and the fact that our lifespans are actually getting shorter because of things like, among others, the opioid crisis, trauma in our society, and yep. obesity, yep. our society needs to wrestle with these. Right, and it's more, it's more psychological than anything. I mean, those who have had to deal with that or and and just carry that burden with them or feel like they are, they're just out of, out of the mainstream or they don't fit in anywhere mm-hmm. or... Uh, you know, it prevents them maybe from taking a job. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, those are the those are the things that uh, now the whole world is kind of at their at their feet now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the great thing is that a yeah. lot of these people, the world was passing them by. They, they had to be wallflowers, and yeah. now now they're getting picked for the starting lineup. They're actually right. an active participant in life. Right. It, I, I'm sure there's are there varying uh, Keith. Is there varying uh, degrees of bariatric or intervention? It's uh, it's about the staples in the stomach and all the other stuff, but there's uh, there's certain uh, not just one size fits all, right? Correct, yeah. and you know, and there was a time where it pretty much came down to that, and luckily we're kind of past that era now that we have several things we can do, ranging from putting a tube down the throat and leaving yeah. a balloon in the stomach, which leaves no scars, and you go home the same day, wow. to our. our more kind of, although less invasive surgeries, are more complex surgeries that really, really give people really long-term durable weight loss. Right. Well, uh, if you're having Wednesday before Thanksgiving, you can go home for Thanksgiving dinner, right? For safely. Hopefully everybody's <laughs> traveling safely. Yeah. That's, uh, timing is everything. For, that's, that's for sure. Uh, um, men and women differ? Uh, is there is there is there a um, gender difference? Yes and no. Yeah. You know, I guess say eighty five percent of my population is female, mm-hmm. and uh, I think women are much more in touch with preventative health. I hope that doesn't sound reverse sexist, but I think it kind of is. Where, no, they go to the doctor more and they yeah. they question more. Guys, I'm fine, fine, fine. Yeah, guys, good, good, maybe they good. blow it off too much. Yeah. So yeah. there's definitely that different mindset. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, women and men are anatomically different, and they may have different lifestyles in a lot of different ways and such. Yeah. Is there a uh, doctor, is there different kind of treatments or degrees of difference uh, based on maybe familial history, maybe the, maybe their size, maybe a lot, or maybe tall versus short or age. And is there, yeah. is there, is there components there that, that are There's different? Definitely a couple of things I look at. Uh, I'll tell you, smoking's a big one. Again, another oh, one of these preventable man. health and thankfully smoking has been decreasing in the United States, but there's still a lot of smokers and smoking, works with some things and smoking doesn't work with other things and, and they can have a bad interaction so yeah. we have to take that into account and then a few other things you know a lot of my patients are diabetic and diabetes uh-huh. is one of these things that gets better with any kind of weight loss mm-hmm. but how bad is your diabetes and how aggressive are we really targeting it because sometimes we'd, we'd really have to put that in the mix that if you're really bad diabetic we have to do everything we can to get that turned around right and uh, having cardiac issues you're just like they would have to be very mindful of salt intake Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As well. Uh, well, salt's an interesting thing. Uh, you know, and, and I would have to look back at the, the latest, but for a long time, we've always been very wary of salt. Yeah. But my understanding is, unless you have a diagnosis of high blood pressure or yeah. intrinsic kidney disease, technically there's no data that says salt's bad for you otherwise yeah. because you can process it. No, you shouldn't eat tremendous right. amounts, but it, it really starts with hypertension. And mm. that's the crazy thing, or not crazy thing, is that probably most of my patients already have hypertension. So for my patients, it is a problem. Yeah, I never had that, but I always said if you can keep it to 2,000 milligrams per day, you're in the you're in the game. You know, a couple of slices of pizza is not going to 
not going to do it for you, but that's but it's around the clock doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of the problem you'd have. The the national organizations have changed the definition of hypertension. Probably ninety yeah. percent of us are hypertensive now. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that high. I'm exaggerating, but it's much higher than we thought. Yeah, and we're all we're dealing with uh, numbers all the time. You know, something something over one twelve over seventy eight. Yeah. Cholesterol levels, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, triglycerides. It gets pretty complex. It's, it's uh, yeah, you're you're treating numbers, mm-hmm. uh, and that's uh, and we're kind of getting used to. Well, you know, yeah. resting pulse uh, uh, seventy eight, or even you know? just uh, that you're you're treating a person, and yeah. you're having an interaction with a person. Yeah. Uh, before we go to break, doctor, uh, you you someone's a candidate for this. How do how do you set the you know set things up? Is it a kind of a a meet and kind of explain how the procedure works and what their what their expectations could be or what they would be. Well, yes, but I'm going to go even one step before that. Right. And kind of like we're talking, it has to be a mindset that you want to make that positive change in your life. And in my experience, is anything can be done within your reach, and everything's within our reach. So, really, a person wants to make something better, such as their weight and their health. Mm-hmm. And they need to make that time for it. And once they've made the decision, just like smoking cessation, right. you have to want to quit smoking to actually be successful quitting smoking. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I say, to, you know, either contact us through the office, come see us for an evaluation, or very discreetly, anonymously, you can either watch our seminar online or you can come to one of our free seminars that we do every other month at the hospital. There you go. And we're in consultation with Dr. Keith Christ, Christ bariatric surgeon, St. Mary Medical Center. We're talking about bariatric and metabolic surgery program at St. Mary's on our health line. We're coming back. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary cardiovascular team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Ventresca Limited, the Delaware Valley's men's store, is located in historic Doylestown. For casual clothing and denim to business suits and tuxedos, Ventresca Limited has a large selection you have to see to believe. The experienced and knowledgeable sales staff can show you the many brand labels that have made Ventresca Limited in Doylestown a must for men concerned about their image. Select from Hugo Boss, Hickey Freeman, John Barbados, Alan Edmonds, and much more. Custom orations are free. Visit Ventresca Limited on the web at ventresca.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. We are in consultation with Dr. Keith Kreitz, K-squared sometimes, known as around the operating room, right? I've never heard that one. I'm going to use it. That's good. K2, 2K. And uh, talking about the bariatric uh, services offered and uh, one thing, doctor, is uh, it, you, do you usually have the patients that surgery is the solution? Is it the best solution? Do you try for, could you go another route before bariatric surgery? Or Okay, uh, I like yeah. how you put that because yeah. that's right. Everybody should have tried at least a reasonable attempt right. at non-surgical weight loss. Yeah. That's our guidelines, yeah. and I really okay. believe that that, is, that okay. is very useful for a couple reasons. One, if you're in that small segment of patients who can lose substantial weight, we want you to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, so I love surgery, but I don't wish surgery on anybody if they can get a simpler means done. Mm. Second is, even if you try that and you fail, you have started to develop some life skills and you've started to develop some kind of constitutional fortitude that you want to make something happen. Right. And that's going to help you with your surgery generally. Right. And then if there, when the surgery does happen, you kind of map out the, the time period, recovery, what to expect there's always 
And when, when I had my hip replaced, they were t- talking my rehab right right away. So it kind of got me, uh, you know, kind of locked in on, on recovery and, oh, and yeah. rehab. And, and let's be honest, everybody has to get back to work because they're worried yeah. about paying the bills. Yeah. But uh, I saw a couple patients this week, and it was great because uh, – they were seeing me at their one-week fault visit, and I realized these people have surgery. They stay one overnight. They go home the next day. They're up and around walking within a few hours after surgery and, and taking a diet. Mm. And I asked them, I said, okay, so do we need to talk about your job? Do you need a note? like, well, actually, I went back to work already, Doc. Wow. So these people were back to work inside of seven days. And to tell you the truth, they're sitting in my office, and if I didn't know them and I walked yeah. in to see them sitting there, I would have thought they did not have surgery at that point in their wow. life. And you do have a lot of patients. Do they sort of uh, compare notes? Is there kind of like support groups and things like that uh, amongst yeah, the patients? Yeah, official and unofficial. We, we have an official one at the hospital that we ask all of our patients to stay engaged with. Uh, they meet every other month, and it's gotten so big, actually, we're now booking out the Sheraton here in Langhorn to uh, accommodate. It's a big venue. But there's a lot of online resources. And, and be honest, this is a very common operation. So a lot of patients will come in. I'll ask them, I'll say, what's your familiarity? And they'll tell me they have their own little internal cadre of my mom had it or my cousin and a couple friends and two people at work. And they're like, I know about five or six people already. So they almost have their own yeah. built-in group. So big is good, the support group. Though. Yeah. Yeah, there is. My, my, I had a, a neighbor that went through that and and he just you know it's a whole new world and counting every calorie that he's how much and how much he's burning and all the mm-hmm. other stuff so you know you become really really locked in on, on on what you're doing and it's like you say if you when you get good results that helps the the process as well yeah, it right? feeds into the fire which is good yeah. self-awareness is it re- uh, i mean it can be tricky too it's a, it's a, it's through the, the stomach or shrinking the stomach and, and and there's more to it than that right yeah Doc? you know thankfully we can do it through little small poke holes for the actual surgery surgery procedures but on the inside like i say where the magic actually yeah. happens you know it's a combination of downsizing the volume of the stomach whether removing it or just recrafting it and wow. such and that makes a huge difference in how we process foods especially with how we reroute foods through the intestine. Wow, it sounds like my my dad building roads uh, with drainage as a civil engineer. It's kind of almost the same thing, right? Yeah, I kind Re- of sometimes say I say you know we're, we're I'm kind of doing a plumbing job and a few <laughs> other jobs same time. So yeah, that's uh, and were you drawn to this, Keith? Before uh, you started like the early early days where it was. Uh, well, well, let's go back to the real early yeah. days in my formative years. Yeah. Uh, my father was a, and my grandfather, uh, like a fix-it kind of person. Yeah. Build anything, fix anything, put it together, make stuff work was, and I'll say that in a very gentle yeah. way because he had a much more pejorative way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of grew from that, that I was out there changing tires in the snow as a kid and fixing engines in the snow and stuff. And uh, I've always liked doing fix-it things with my hands, and that's right. where surgery kind of called to me. Yeah. I, from, from my dad, he always had the, the plumbing was always a problem for him. And, uh, and fried foods, and you know, back in the day, everything fried in lard and all that stuff. And he lost his gallbladder when he was forty, and mm-hmm. then always seemed to be battling uphill. So I, you take a cue from that, and mm-hmm. you do the best you can. But sometimes, uh, you know, you're uh, you're pre you're predisposed to to things like that. It could be cancer, it could be anything, right? Kidney issues. So you you'd have to deal with all that familial history. That's all the input that it, that it takes to. to put forward right yeah really commonly like diabetes runs in my family i saw my grandfather my uncle get it and my father got it and such yeah. and it actually eventually did in my father because he just didn't want to get it treated yeah how many times uh, a doctor that it, maybe it, it just became almost emergency there's heart issues and stroke and an episode here and there uh, or uh, frequent falls based on, on size i mean you, well, you hurt yourself i mean uh, i mean is 
that's the, that's the sad story of this yeah. is that you know sometimes we can get a little too far gone. Yeah. And I occasionally will get a call from a physician wanting to get treatment for the patient, and the patient is in the ICU and they're on a ventilator and. Yeah they are probably not going to be around a whole lot. And, and we wish we could have made an intervention maybe years, years before when the uh, patient was still going to be able to have a surgery like this and what make that change in their life. And yeah. we really wish we could have given that second chance. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure you probably had more that uh, few lonely drives home, uh, woulda, shoulda, coulda kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I remember one case, I was down in Louisiana, like I was telling you, one of my first jobs down there, and I got a call from two parishes away. They had a patient on the ventilator, and they wanted to get him weight loss surgery, and and it was a tough discussion to say, well, this is this is a very good surgery, but it's an outpatient elective surgery in people who are healthy enough to have this surgery, mm-hmm. and sometimes patients, their diseases start doing themselves in. But there are some bright notes to that yeah. story, where nowadays even patients who have had certain types of organ failure, like kidney failure... Yes actually come to get weight loss surgery so they can meet criteria for a transplant or now joint replacement. Hey. Now a lot of times the weight is impacting it so much they can't have a joint replacement until the weight gets down to a lower level. Wow, well, yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's a matter of physics, <laughs> that's for sure. And infection. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of these things where the the hospitals that are looking at the numbers for orthopedics have found that the higher weight category patients have higher complications. Mm. And in our risk-averse society, they are really saying, we got to get in front of this. You do have to reprogram yourself, too. And from my limited experience with that, you said if you have a dental procedure, amoxicillin ahead of time because, mm-hmm. you know, you have mm-hmm. different infection, you almost have to reprogram your head uh you're not the same guy you were before and you're going to have to uh, you have to live with that yes it, it, and, yeah. and sometimes it's very difficult you think you're on 19 20 21 just going to bounce around it doesn't quite work that way well, we all probably look in the mirror and see ourselves as a much yeah. younger <laughs> version of ourselves and realize where did all the time go yeah i said it used to be a little blonder up there but not as <laughs> not as much anymore but yes for 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 that i think there has to be kind of a a realization or or your expectations have to be somewhat uh tamped down a little bit i think crafted to your environment yeah or or realistic (laughs) yes realistic is a great word yeah uh, and hey here's here's what you're up against i'm sure you have to sometimes have to get a little uh, heavy-handed and and laying out the the, the truth there one of my old mentors used to call it the dutch uncle talk yeah Uh, (laughs) you know i I trained up in the, the lehigh valley great hospital there tremendous bariatrics program and tremendous mentors up there and, uh, you know, we had a lot of other diseases that the population had. And, and sometimes people, maybe they yeah. didn't want to engage with what the reality of their life was. And you yeah. sometimes have to bring that up to light. Yeah. And one of the uh, many th- things about the bariatric and metabolic surgery can actually uh, cure many things on many fronts with high blood pressure or, uh, or at least lower things. Uh, diabetes. Issue, diabetes. You sleep could, apnea is the big one, uh, realizing. Brother, I forgot about that one. Sudden death onset. Yeah. Yeah, sleep apnea. These patients have heart attacks and strokes in their sleep, mm. and most people don't realize it's out there. Yeah. Well, we are in conversation with Dr. Keith Kreitz, bariatric surgery. We're talking St. Mary Healthline coming back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people. With brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. 
Call 8447-St. Mary or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. The life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride. Some years we triumph, some years we trust. What never changes year after year is how we get to the game, shoulder to shoulder with our fellow fans on SEPTA. To the tailgate, kickoff, and back again, SEPTA's Broad Street Line offers quick service and unbeatable convenience without the hassle of traffic and parking. Yes, the life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride, but win or lose, we ride together. Get your ride started at iSeptaPhilly.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And we are in conversation and a lot of great information with Dr. Keith Kreitz. Uh, for more information, you can uh, visit the website at uh, www.stmaryhealthcare.org front slash bariatrics. That's right. I knew him. Bariatrics. I went to school with him. B-A-R-I-A-T-R-I-C-S, bariatrics. And yes, uh, you've been doing this for quite some time. A lot of great results. And, uh, uh, doctor, do you lose, uh, use past research and results going forward? I know there's a lot of there's always a lot of research and development in any in any program we're talking about, right? So there's a, is there a lot of R and D going on too? Uh, yes, surprisingly. Uh, you know, our main society, which is for short called the ASMBS, yep. they put out a journal of the research that's been published, and it actually mm. comes out every month. And I am impressed. The journal must have. 50 new articles every month. And, of course, you have to call through these and which ones are you know really salient yeah. to what you're doing out there. And every month there's something new that we learn about right. how we're treating patients. And sometimes it's kind of gratifying where you look back and say, I was thinking this was going on because I see it on my practice all the time, and now someone has the data to back it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you move forward from there. And as far as insurance goes, uh, yeah, it's always something something new that, wow, we're harumph, harumph. Oh, that's a whole different animal. Yeah. Sure. And that changes all the time. Yeah. And and not medically based. Yeah. And you're, you're, you know, you're duking it out there with, uh, think it's, uh, thinking that you've got some kind of voodoo thing going on. Well, well, the good thing is I, ha- I have an army of people to help out our patients yeah. to really help with the insurance. Because I'm going to tell you, the, the insurance part is the, is the dirty little secret of medicine where people sign up for an insurance plan and yeah. they think okay i have insurance i'm going to get taken care of they don't realize there are little holes in their policy that will not cover certain ailments certain yeah. diseases and won't allow for certain treatments yeah. and that's a really sad part of it yeah and if, if they did the, the premiums would be a heck, heck of a lot more yeah that's for sure so you have to deal with that but i think one of the things that we always have uh, with the health line is the the teamwork and the synergy you seem to have with all your team, with uh, you know, from the navigators to the intake people to the X-ray technicians to the nurses to the to the a- everything seems to flow pretty nicely, and that you have to re- you have to rely on on that kind of work. Oh, absolutely, and, and you know, we put our people through a lot of training. Like yeah. you said, it's these patients who come to see us touch many areas of the hospital, and so we all work collaboratively as a team to make sure that a person shows up to the hospital. They have a, a first-class A-plus experience. Mm. Yeah, and you're dealing with that all the time, and we're in surveys and feedback mode all the time. Where you may have missed something that you didn't didn't know. Well, I'm pretty proud to say that we look at our. But there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a thing called a Prescani report, mm. and they kind of. Uh, go through the patient surveys that see us in the office yeah. and, and even in the floor. And ours, patient satisfaction, is usually 99 to 100% each quarter, which is pretty amazing. That's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. So we love 100%. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work to do, and there's always a lot of incentive, too. Do you, 
Do you uh, have to take continuing education on this, doctor, or do you go? Or do you yeah. can you do you lecture on, uh, on this? Me, yeah. yeah. You know, um, you know, as, as physicians, even with a Pennsylvania medical license, you have to do at least a hundred hours. I think it's every two or three years yeah. and such. And then same thing for with my specialty. I just actually just re-upped my board certification criteria because every three years I have to submit that to the American yeah. Board of Surgery to make sure I'm accurate and all my criteria is good for right now, which is good. But another three years, I got to get the data back in and make mm-hmm. sure I did enough teaching and kind of went to enough conferences myself right and do you get anything out of the conferences or uh i mean people do something maybe different out in denver than they do here or something uh, there's some kind of procedure that we have that uh, well that is i like i like i like this you know, gee, I like to see more of that. Maybe here, maybe we could get that going. Well, at our national meetings, you'll you'll kind of have a, a talk, and then we'll have some of the other physicians who come up and ask questions, and they'll yeah. say, "Hey, I'm Doctor So and So from uh, Ohio, or yeah. I'm from Oklahoma," and then they'll have their like little question slash two cents, and you kind of get a feel for how they're doing out there, or yeah. or sometimes they'll have a video session, and you can see how different people do the same kind of procedure or new procedures that are experimental, but in the yeah. offing that may come out soon. Sure, and you, there's no accident that. Some kids are fly, flown across the country to go to CHOP, you mm-hmm. know, or, uh, or in New York for uh, Sloan Kettering or a Mayo Clinic, I mean, or, or having heart surgery in Houston. I've, I've already yeah. flown outside the country to do a training course myself on Did something you? that was, you know, I could get, you know, uh, up-to-date training to, to bring that technology home. So Yeah. The, 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 uh, the, the, the game is, is played now, and the, always have to make the certain the dietary uh, adjustments, right? Is there, there's got to be a component there, right? You, 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 what, you were component. Doing, what you were doing before, uh, you're going to have to not only reprogram, but you're going to have to do a lot of things differently. There is, but here's the good news. The good news is we all should be doing it, which, yeah. is, which makes it an easier sell. Yeah, because we're guilty as, uh, there are yeah. certainly guidelines that we've known for a long time, but Americans don't really engage with. And, yeah. and because I talk to about patients all the time, I'm hearing myself say it, so it kind of helps me to move my own needle, so yeah. to speak. But, you know, smaller meals, smaller portions keeps your blood sugar healthier. And therefore, you don't get these big swings in your appetite and eat the bad things in your diet. And also just really prudent shopping you know buying the things that you really should and just not bringing the bad stuff home yeah we're we're all guilty of uh doing really well part of the time yes and then uh and then uh, we're we're roller coasters and yo-yoers and all the other stuff too but at the same time i always uh, always a little wary sometimes the uh, the information we're getting is is accurate too i mean that's well you know medicine does change and uh you know a lot of the original teaching was from probably the 1950s food pyramid right i'm gonna tell you that is not accurate anymore (laughs) yeah i i I, my primary physician said we back in the day says we might have had two nutrition courses and that was it and now with all the wellness stuff going on and maybe the the omegas and all the other stuff get introduced and pretty soon you know you're talking about immune system building and something that maybe that that wasn't in the language years ago no absolutely not yeah. and, and you know and in, in 10 15 years it's going to change again yeah and rather rather do this than and then take a pill yes yeah so you don't do no harm well diet and exercise are the least prescribed thing that yeah. can be the most effective they found so right you find something you like to do and uh you usually want to pursue in that. As we got a, a couple more minutes, Dr. Keith Kreitz, a bariatric surgeon at uh, St. Mary Medical Center, has been there a while. Is you've been there and you get a chance to input, Doctor, about where, would you like the overall mission statement, to where you are, uh, where you'd like to go here in the in the future? Is there some kind of big plan or, or some kind of overall plans that you're looking at or that you're, that you'd like to see? Well, you know. 
we wave like, the wand a little bit, maybe. You, oh, yeah. there is that. There is yeah. that. I yeah. wish. I wish it was. It was kind of like that. But it's a. It's a. It's like with any journey. It's a. It's a journey of a thousand steps. Yeah. So we try to pick our next few ones. You know, we look at our outcomes. Our outcomes are great, which I'm really happy about. Our patient satisfaction is great. I'm really happy about that. Uh, people are actually really learning. We're out there, which is great. And I'm just seeing more and more people come to us. Yeah. So now we're kind of collaborating with other hospitals in the area, which is kind of making more of a health networky kind of feel to it, which is which is really good. Mm. But you know. It's so patient-centric, and St. Mary's has such a good reputation that people just love coming to us. Yeah, and, and my experience in some places, it wasn't really a hospital. It was a surgery center. So you don't feel the same, you know, with the ER going and mm-hmm. everybody running and going. It has not a hectic. It's a, it was almost like a resort, a surgery center. It was a back, a back room somewhere, and it was there was nobody there. Yeah. You know, I was kind of all alone, but pretty quiet. And it seems like that has changed, too. And the way the information is process family members get you know you're wringing your hands a little bit because you have nothing to say now everything is on tote boards and status and in recovery and it's it's so much more information dispensed that you can really compress the time it's amazing what can be done yeah, and that's good and bad. You know, yeah. all of our patients can now access their, their charts electronically, yeah. which is helpful, and they all get a printout of their mm-hmm. visit after they see you, but sometimes we get a little bit of information fatigue that uh, sometimes there's a little too much we hand off with too much other stuff crafted into it that maybe the, the really salient points are being lost. So I always like to sit down with my patients and, and say, here are the highlights. Keep here's it, here's yeah. the things. You may read through this document afterwards, but these are the big parts I want you to really take home. So for for the bariatric, you want to also trim the information as well, right? Yes. <laughs> I love that term. That's great. <laughs> Got to do all those kind of things. As uh, We wrap up here, and uh, uh, you're constantly on the clock, and uh, a lot of great things going on. And uh, technology, too. You can probably get robotics involved and all the other stuff, too. Yeah, uh, we, we do robotic surgery at the yeah. hospital as well, in addition to, like I said, the endoscopic procedures and such. So. Yes, we're yep. hitting all the highlights that are out there, and there are some other things that are in the offing. So hopefully the next year or two, we'll see even more. Right, and the, and the results that can last a long time. I know there's been a surgery. This was good at this time. Now you have to do it again. Maybe this can uh, it could be a, a more permanent way of doing things too, right, well, there's for the long run. Even maybe a little stepwise progression to it, that we can start with the less invasive ones for some patients, and if they need to move to other levels of a procedure, mm-hmm. that's now kind of available in our way of processing a patient so. right and and more much more options to choose from too yes. right uh, like so this problem has to be addressed here and now and and we'll deal with something else later on options and disciplines absolutely so we, we wrap the surgery with the other ones that we really hit it's a good way to end it there dr keith kreitz bariatric surgeon st mary medical center continued success and Hope you'll be back sooner than later. Oh, always a pleasure. All right. On our health line, St. Mary Health Line, Wednesdays at 9 here on WBCB.